the volume. It's the best gambling show ever presented by FanDuel. Football season is here and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, easy to use. FanDuel always has exclusive offers. When you win, you'll get paid fast. FanDuel has also a ton of ways to play. You got the spread, the money line, the over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting. You can combine multiple bets from the same game in a same game parlay and even try out same game parlay plus. So use promo code Monaco and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more this football season. Disclaimer, 21 plus in select states. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com forward slash RG, Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia, 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342, Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org forward slash chat, Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT, Indiana, visit ksgamblinghelp.com, Kansas, 1-877-770. Stop Louisiana 18778 Hope New York or text Hope New York 467369 Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789-1-800-522-4700 Wyoming or visit www.1800gambler.net West Virginia. And welcome into another episode, fresh new week on Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. I'm your host, Alex Monaco. Monday, September 26th, if you don't feel the fall air in the atmosphere and you don't feel like it's football season yet, just wait one more week because it's coming because I am in New York and we have gone from sunny to layer yourself up. And we are layering ourselves up for Monday Night Football in East Rutherford, New York Giants hosting the Dallas Cowboys. We come off as we quickly recap before we get into that pick'em game on FanDuel. Week three in the NFL again. Three and one, two and two, and two and two with a parlay bad beat yesterday. So we are still above sea level on the Monaco money meter, but we are not million dollar Marco over here hitting a $3 million parlay on the Broncos in the most ugly Sunday night football primetime game. I think I've ever 11, 10 seed that felt like the guardians versus the white Sox. 11, 10. I was on the Broncos in the under, by the way, all picks on action network winning week around five units gained in a 57% correct outing. So if you were with me on the Friday over the weekend podcast, we went for the third consecutive week with the Baltimore Ravens. We are now two and one ATS with them. They cover 
We went against the Sharps. This is two weeks in a row. I felt good on games going against the Sharps, which is the professionals. I had very strong conviction to take the Bucks over the Saints in Tampa, excuse me, in New Orleans week two. They won. And then I had a strong conviction to take the Ravens over the Patriots yesterday. And you could have gotten the Patriots up to plus three and they still caught a dub. It's this Ravens team, I'm telling you, they don't have it figured out yet. And their defense isn't stout like it normally is out the gate. And they're still finding ways to win. Pay that man. I think it was McAfee. Somebody tweeted yesterday about the lack of red zone production for the Denver Broncos and how much money Russell Wilson has made versus how many points the Ravens have put up and where they're at with Lamar and contract negotiations. Neither here nor there. We catch a W on the Ravens. And I told you, and this was a pushback pick. And this is betting in the NFL. We're getting sharper by the day, baby. I took the Dolphins with the points. I told it to you around plus five and a half, six, moved down to four and a half. And this is the Buffalo Bills narrative. They beat you. They blow you out. They cover the spread easily. When they don't win, they will flounder as far as against the spread. And a lot of professionals had Miami yesterday. We were on the right side. Felt good always. Feels good always to take a dog and catch a W. So that was uh, probably the most proud pick of the weekend was the Finns over the Bills. Uh, We fade the Bills for three consecutive weeks, one and two ATS on the program. And a team I never want to talk about again, the Carolina Panthers. On them week one, week two, off them week three, they win. What kind of sick relationship am I in with my insurance plan? I don't want to be on progressive anymore. I tried to tell you, I'm off them. Baker Mayfield, I sat there and looked. He had under 50 yards, under 50% completion, and they were winning 10-0 yesterday against the Saints. I don't know what's going on with the New Orleans Saints. They look terrible. They look unwatchable. So we lose on the Panthers, and unfortunately, unfortunately, Tommy Tampa, of all times, to not get his crew ready to roll, we get a delay game with the game on the line. Live bet that all the way down. Got it as high as bucks, 10 and a half. So it worked out for me personally. Doesn't matter though for the pod. We lost two and two. And then the cupcake parlay that really was a trap bet because we felt good about the Vikings comeback win. felt good about the Bengals over the Jets. And then had we known the actual health of Herbert, that was the biggest trap bet of the weekend. That Jags line. Now that went down to three and a half. And then right when they announced Herbert was playing and went back up to six and a half, the Jags were in control of that game, the whole game, the entire time of regulation. So that's our pod picks for week three. We dive into Monday night football. Don't forget to subscribe. Rate review goes a long way. All picks on action network. And again, Moneyline Monaco on social media. All right. It is the New York football giants hosting. I was thinking about going, but you know what? We need Dak Prescott to be suited up to be going to this game, folks. And it would not be a pick em as it is as we get into it here. Cowboys plus one and minus 102. The Giants, the humble minus one favorite and minus 116 on the money line for the second consecutive week. The New York football Giants are favored at home. 
And unlike last week, taking the Panthers with the points, trying to be cute, I will take the Brian Dable club at home against a clearly superior roster in the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, almost every position you look, almost every corner you turn, this Dallas Cowboys team is more talented. But there is something to be said about prime time teams at home who play serviceable defense. And the over-under set at 39 and a half here as we dive in. And I will take the New York football giants who are off to their first start since 2016 as Daniel Jones and this club with a thrilling 21-20 week one win over the Titans going for two, two, Dable. And a very pull your fro out week two, 19-16, just quintessential Panthers-Giants type game. And this club, despite averaging just 20 points per game across 329 yards per game in these two contests, sits here at 2-0. Now, just to give you a brief background, which we all followed on Dallas Cowboys, they put up three points on 244 yards against the Bucs week one with Dak. Bounced back with Cooper Rush at the helm to trap bet everybody seven and a half point dogs at home. Now, this is a little bit of the psychology for me in thinking about this game. A home team can rally around a backup quarterback at home in a big spot and lean on their defense at home against a struggling Cincy team who had just come off five turnovers against the Steelers, and they can get a win and squeak one out. Now, there's no denying that the Cowboys have owned the Giants in the last five years. Nine and one straight up, eight and two against the spread. It's evident. It's in the pudding that the Cowboys own the Giants. But let's remind ourselves that in this league, there is a lot of different ways to win football games. And Brian Dable, who watched his former team utilize Josh Allen to, I think, an uncomfortable level as far as pass attempts yesterday, career high against the Dolphins. You ask yourself, as far as Dable and understanding his personnel through two weeks here with the Giants, I think he's got them pretty Danny dialed. And on a Daniel Jones note, he is completing 70.9% of his passes. It's the third highest completion percentage over a two-game span in his four seasons in Big Blue. Saquon has rushed for a league high, 191 yards on 28 carries in the second half of games. Only Jonathan Taylor is even close to him at 140. Saquon top 70 rushing yards consecutively for the first time since 2019. Daniel Jones, one interception. I know a couple were dropped. Yes, last week, not the point. The point is with a with an overpaid wide receiver in Kenny Galladay who's not even involved in the offense. And outside of Sterling Shepard and Tony, you don't even really understand who Daniel Jones is throwing to. Can you name the third, fourth, and fifth receivers on the New York Giants and their starting tight end? I can because I am all in every day over here. 
but this is not a star studded team. And then you look at the defense of what this Giants team has done. You know, they, they hurry the quarterback 14% of dropbacks. That's fifth in the league. Cowboys quarterbacks knocked down on 11% of dropbacks in 2021. That was the fourth most. You know, the Giants give up 16 points to the Panthers last week. Baker Mayfield was 14 to 29 for 145 yards, one tug, no pick. If you compare Baker Mayfield's numbers under 50% completion percentage to who Cooper Rush is, outside of, of course, the personnel on the offensive side for the Cowboys being more impressive than the Panthers. I contest this is a serviceable Giants D. And you look at what the Giants D has done defensively in back-to-back weeks. Only gave up seven points in the second half to the Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans came out yesterday and smacked the Raiders around in a must-win game. Now, they closed the game terribly, but they still got the W. And then you look at how they did against the Panthers and we gave up 16 points. I lean under in this game. The total has gone under in four of the last five Cowboys games. And the total has gone under in 11 of the last 13 Giants games. 11 of 13. Also have another primetime stat for you. Delivered by the one and only ESPN stats and info unders are hitting in prime time outings seven and two in 2022 coming off of last night's 11 10 only Cleveland and Pittsburgh and Buffalo and Tennessee and that one was by half a point did they go over I feel confident in the under. I think this is an ugly game. It's a chippy game. You look at overall yards defensively given up. Cowboys are six in overall yards against. Giants top 13, not terrible. Top eight pasty for the Giants. Top four pasty for the Cowboys. Now, the running element to both defenses is where there's a little holes. They, they're, these teams are eerily similar defensively. 119 to 120, they're giving up on the ground. Look for Saquon and Zeke props, maybe a side of Pollard. Both giving up 18 points per game. That hits 36, numbers 39 and a half tonight. And it's it's one of these rivalry games. Points can be hard to come by. Now, the public is on the under. The public is on the Giants. But it did come in on the Giants when they were given a much different number than the pick So take that with what you will. I think if there's one prop tonight, one prop tonight, I think CeeDee Lamb over 61 and a half receiving yards has to be a look. Quiet week one with Prescott, 29 yards. Man put up 75 yards and seven grabs last week on 11 targets with an over-under of 55 and a half. Michael Gallup back. Lamb comes in hitting 52 yards on 10 of 16 last year as the number two. With Gallup in the roster, shooting up, you have to consider CeeDee Lamb, who in Cooper Rush's first career start last year, 
had 112 receiving yards on six catches from eight targets. That was versus Minnesota in week eight. So he has hit with Cooper Rush here on the overs in both receiving yards. I think it's 61 and a half on FanDuel. It's worth a fire. I'm not a huge prop guy. Tried to find some value there. Zeke's been underperforming. He has scored a touchdown against the Giants more times than not. I think if there's an anytime touchdown, Zeke on my fantasy team, little stingy there. I, I think he gets in tonight. Now, as far as covers.com, back to the spread here, early money did side with the road underdog, which drove the line down to a pickup. As of Sunday, good two-way action on the game with a slight lean towards the Giants in terms of handle. Handle being the amount of money, 54 to 55. As far as, excuse me, handle in this instance, my mistake, different terms on different books. Covers uses handle being the tickets and the money being the actual money up to 79, 8, 8, 79, 80% on that. I'm comfortable taking the Giants tonight again. This is a Monday night football home prime time. We're banking on defense. We're banking on a ruckus performance from Cooper Rush. Can he be fundamentally sound? This is not him at home coming in. This is him on the road against a division rivalry team who has been undermined, undervalued in this head-to-head rivalry consistently. So in a pick I think this game comes down to Dable crafting a game plan it doesn't make it too difficult on Daniel Jones. And we assume we heard Ryan Clark talk first take this morning that the Cowboys are going to stack the box. If they stack the box, any bootlegs, any PA rollouts, let's get a little Madden formation going here. I form a little motion, motion, tight end, excuse me, weak side rollout, easy passes, easy plays, move the ball. Don't ask Danny Dimes to throw a ton of tough into a ton of tough situations for a Trayvon Diggs to eat him alive for a Mike, Michael Parsons to come in. If he suits up and dominate the interior, run the pass, win the time of possession, try to win the turnover battle. Danny dimes, only one interception through two. Can he keep it at one? If Daniel Jones throws more than one interception tonight, the giants will lose. If he takes care of the football, they have a chance to win. And that is what I am banking on. Taking care of the rock, winning the time of possession, not playing outside of them themselves and himself. And we got a Giants 3-0 for the first time since the OOs, ladies and gentlemen. I will go Giants. I will go Scuba Steve under. I will go CeeDee Lamb over receiving yards. I'll put those all in the action network. I love all three of them. Should be a wonderful night of ugly NFC East football, but it's football, and we're grateful either way. Again, all posts, picks posted on the Action Network, social media, Money Line Monaco. Thank you all for tuning in. This has been another episode of Sports Gambling with Money Line Monaco. Back tomorrow, four for five on the Live Collab on Parlays. That is second consecutive week for the Raiders screwing us. 
Raiders last week, Raiders this week. Other than that, cheeky, brilliant parlays. We'll be back on the BGSE show. Shout out to the homie, Matt. Don't forget to hug your mothers. And as always, top, top, real smooth. Volume.